Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Well, I've shared before on this podcast about my wife, Dina, and I, and how different we are when it comes to money. We're similar in, in many regards. We both like to pinch the pennies, but we're similar also in the regard that we sometimes spend. And we've, we've had a few exceptions to the, you know what, if it's like a hundred bucks or more, I'm going to tell you about it. There was a, a moment when I kind of impulsively uh, bought something, a big purchase. Um, and I came home and I said, I just smiled and looked kind of sheepishly at her and said, sorry, um, but I bought something today and it cost a lot more than I thought. And I quickly followed it up with, but of course we bought that really expensive pots and pans set for you. So I sort of felt empowered to do that. Mm. And <laughs> it was actually all good. She was fine. We trust each other and we don't make exceptions very often like that. So I'm John Fuller and uh, I'm joined in the studio today by Aaron Smalley and we're featuring Aaron Solo this month. Uh, Right now, we're going to return to a conversation that Jim Daly had with Jeff and Shanti Feldhahn. Uh, they are professional researchers, and uh, they speak and write about marriage and life. And here, they describe some trends they found with couples and money, and they share from their own personal journey as well. When our kids were little, and invariably, some night of the week, one of the kids would wander into our bedroom and say, my throat's kind of sore. To which Shanti would immediately go into the mode of, tomorrow we got to get them to the pediatrician and get a strep test. Now, we're self-employed. We, you know, we don't have typical health insurance. So what that would mean is that I'm already adding up thinking, we're going to go get a strep test. That's going to be 100 to $150 out of pocket. <laughs> and eight out of the last 10 strep tests have come up negative. So I'm thinking... I want to take a wait-and-see approach. Let's see if they get worse. Shanti is thinking, no, i, I got to figure this out now because it's an anxiety. It's care for my kids. Now, honestly, I would go to her, and I would try to use this example, and I'd say, look, pioneer children didn't run off to the pediatrician every time that they had a sore throat. Broken and, leg? What's a broken yeah, leg? And they died. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so I needed a better example. But the bottom line is I could put that out of my mind because my worry was how are we going to pay for this? Her worry was something totally different. Well, it's interesting, too, and again, we're talking gender, but I tend to be more like Shanti in that, mm. and Jane's right, more like bump. you. Okay, good. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, yeah. I'm more like, let's get him to the doctor. She's like, why? This And this is a perfect <laughs> example, Jim, honestly, of the fact that that's why we have to be super careful when we talk about this, because if two-thirds of people felt this way, that means one-third didn't, right? And that it right. is flipped. The mm. key is you're never going to be able to talk about it if you don't understand, understand yeah. what's going on under the surface. Yeah, and I think maybe I've waited too long to insert this question, but the Lord, and where's God in all this? And yeah. how do you honor him? him and you're just treading water. So you don't, in Christian marriages particularly, you just don't want to survive. It's what we say every day, John, we want to thrive mm -hmm. in Christ. Yeah. And I, I guess right at the end here, how do we do that? How do we increase our communication? What are those things that are rooted in biblical principle to say, okay, we're going to do something different today, honey. And what do you do that's different? One of the key things that you can do that is totally different is for you to examine where are you in your oneness around money. Um, because we all know that we're supposed to be two people who become one. 
And yet when it comes to this topic, often we're not. We found that was the case for more than 80% of people was, is that there's a significant issue of some kind where you're thinking of this as more of a coping, as more of a you do your thing, I do my thing. And for example, there were a ton of people, almost half of people, Christians and not, who even were keeping separate bank accounts so that they didn't have to talk about money. Like your paycheck goes into yours, my paycheck goes into mine, and it just keeps it easy. Like you pay these bills, I pay these bills, we don't have to come together. Now, some of the folks listening to this are going, well, that's not me. You know, we we share bank accounts. We're one. And okay, maybe you are, but maybe ask yourself do you ever try to pull the Amazon package off the front step before your spouse sees it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's just as much of trying to avoid being one and doing what you want to do as people who separate their accounts entirely. And that is not the oneness God has for us. Mm. We have to be willing to examine our own feelings and actions around whether we are trying to institutionalize oneness the way God asks us to or not. Yeah. And I think it's just, I mean, exactly what Shanti is saying. It's humility. I may not be right on everything that I perceive or think about. And I may have things to learn about myself and things to learn about my spouse. And the thing is with the research and the principles that we were able to uncover through it, I mean, they'll work. They'll help you. Um, If you are a non-believer, I mean, you can apply those things and they will improve your relationship around money. Interesting. But as believers, we also have the Holy Spirit in our marriage with us. And honestly, with that humility, with that asking God to help show you what is it inside of me that's causing me to feel this way. I didn't realize I had some core root or reason for it. And what's inside of her? And yes, the Holy Spirit to illuminate that and to lead you into all truth. I think that's the advantage. Yeah, I so appreciate Jeff and Shanti for the research that they do, but also the application and then the transparency. And what Jeff said there about asking the Holy Spirit for guidance, that is so vital. Um, Aaron, are there some scriptures that, that you and Greg rely on to help manage money well? I mean, it's kind of an obvious question. The Bible has a lot to say about finances, but anything in particular? I love the thought of God being our provider. There's so many great scriptures that really indicate that's who he is. Philippians 4.19, my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And I was doing my Bible study yesterday, and I actually saw this exact example of God being our provider with Elijah. In 1 Kings, it talks about how he tells Elijah to go eastward and basically took him to the middle of nowhere. And then he tells him, and by the way, the ravens are going to be the one that provide food and water for you. And as I dug into that, ravens are like awful, I want to say awful human beings, but they're not human beings, they're birds. And they're like the worst of the worst birds because they mutilate things. They they are persistent. They're cruel. Yeah. They are. And but yet that was the most unlikely way God would provide for oh, Elijah. That's good. But yet that's exactly what he did. And in many ways you wonder why. But in I mean for me it go I go, well, gosh, if he can provide for Elijah through ravens, imagine what he could do today. Yeah. And so it's just resting back and just knowing that God has you. And I know there's situations that we walk through, seasons that we walk through, especially coming out of 
the whole COVID quarantine and the impact COVID has had on our financial state as a country, that he will be our sustainer and he will be our provider. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'll throw in one verse that we've referred to, and it really came to the foreground when we adopted. In the early 2000s, we adopted, and it was it ended up being a $40,000 wow. foreign adoption. Wow. And we didn't have $40,000, but by the time it was all said and done, within about three weeks, it was all paid for. Wow. And Dina just kept kind of claiming and saying, my God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Mm. That's Psalm 50, verse 10. We took great comfort in, not that God's going to cover foolishness, but we mm-hmm. felt called to adopt. We felt called to this particular child. We felt called by God all through that process. And there was a comfort knowing he can provide. He's yes. got it all. It goes back to what you said at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. God owns it all. He's got it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that, John. Well, we want you to to know that Focus on the Family has great resources to encourage you in your financial well-being. Um, certainly, the book by Jeff and Shanti Felton is a great resource, um, Thriving in Love and Money. We've got that. We'll be happy to send that to you as a thank you gift if you can make a generous donation of any amount today, either a monthly pledge which really, really helps, or a one-time gift, which is really, really appreciated. Either way, a monthly pledge or a one-time gift um, of any amount, we'll, we'll send that book to you. You can donate. Uh, we've got the details uh, in the episode notes. And then um, take our marriage assessment. That's free, and uh, it's on the website. We'll link over to it. About a million people have taken it. It takes maybe five to eight minutes to fill it out, but it'll give you hours of talking points with your spouse, and hopefully you can really dive in and grow through taking that assessment. We're going to hear from Matt and Lisa Jacobson next time to remind us why simple steps can go a long way toward strengthening your marriage. For Aaron Smalley and the entire team, and Greg too, he'll be back. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. 